0: to steal from the Empire? You just walk in like you belong. They're so proud of themselves. So fat and satisfied. They can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house. Cassian Ander, the Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice asking is this wouldn't you rather give it all to something real i need all the heroes i can get for the greater good call it what you will let's call it war that's fermenting out there some Fermenting. You're in my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation. There's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. Everywhere. Welcome to a bonus. A very special bonus episode. Blast Points is Jason. And this is Gabe. I think today's a bonus for everybody. Because I I wasn't exp- I wasn't expecting another Andor trailer, even though I sh- I don't know if I should have expected one or not, but I was pleasantly surprised yesterday when they announced one was coming today, and this whole day was a bonus. I was surprised that we even got advanced notification even like hours before that a trailer was coming i was like thank you because how many months years have we gone by with i think there's going to be a trailer in two weeks on wednesday because there's a full moon and two years ago there was a full moon on this day when the trailer came out so but then we got the trailer and it was great along with the announcement that andor has been pushed back almost a month to september 21st now but we are getting three episodes, so... It probably all works out for the best. And, and yeah, they are so confident that Andor is going to be awesome and that this trailer is awesome, is that they knew everyone would be so happy seeing the trailer that they wouldn't even be mad that it got pushed back three weeks into September. Because whenever I kind of get, man, it got pushed back three weeks, then I just think about two tubes and it all goes away. They've got probably a thousand reasons why, probably, you know, story reasons, probably the three episodes work better together. But, yeah, and I'm happy, too, because it honestly it gives me more time to mentally prepare, to kind of be chill, to get ready, to relax a little bit until the mania hits. Because Andor is going to be going all the way through October, November, then we're going to go into Willow, and then it's going to be 2023. What's going to be happening with Mando, we don't know. So listen, we've got a little bit more time to breathe, to go take walks outside. It's going to be fall. Enjoy your life. Well, and if today tells us anything is that I'm way, way more excited for Andor than I let myself admit to. <laughs> because I think with such our Celebration and all the madness around it, I knew the Andor trailer was hot, but I kind of, it kind of just, you know, there was so much going on that now today after basically having what we've had, have we had a month since Kenobi to kind of like clear our minds? Has it been that long? I think so. I can't, I don't know, but I think so. I, it's all, it's like everything. It's all blur. I don't even know who I, well, I don't even know what day it is. Yeah. I don't even know what we're doing here. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I'm Kezzy and Andor. <laughs> I'm Cassie I'm Cassie Ander. Yeah, it's a 2 Wars name. <laughs> you got to be able to pronounce it at least two ways or it doesn't it's not good. It's not real. <laughs> Just letting you know right away from the trailer. Cassie and Ander. You call it Naboo, don't you? Nabu. Naboo. 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 But yeah, all day today the fever has hit me hard and I'm remembering how much I love Rogue One, I'm remembering how excited I am for this and yeah, I think it's good that I have some time <laughs> to to get ready for this to hit. But it's very true, like you were saying, because we got that trailer like the day – the later in that day, we saw Kenobi, and it was like, it was like oh my god, yeah, and the Andor trailer. And I've, I've been watching the Andor trailer, trying to watch it like once a day since the end of Kenobi and even during Kenobi – But this trailer that came out on Monday, August 1st, it's just, to me, it's really signifying that this is a very different kind of Star Wars show, which is wonderful because, I mean, we talked about that, especially with Obi-Wan Kenobi after the Book of Boba Fett, the different flavors that Star Wars on TV is able to do. And I think we kind of knew this was coming with Andor, but like this trailer is really showing that what we're getting in Andor is a different flavor. If Star Wars in general is ice cream, then Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Andor are just different flavors of ice cream. It's all ice cream, and some people may like other flavors more than others, but they all taste very, very, very different. The TV shows have their moments where they feel like you're watching a movie and it seems like Andor, maybe more than any of the others is going to feel like we're watching more rogue one. Like I'm just kind of in awe at just how much it looks like. It's like they've, it's like deleted scenes from rogue one almost in a way. Like it just fits in with that rogue one style of star Wars movie. So perfectly and it's, Rogue One, like the expanded edition, it's fleshing out kind of that world of Rogue One more. And it's kind of the mood of Rogue One, too, which we kind of haven't had since Rogue One. That's a good point. And maybe that's just adding to the the excitement and anticipation because I know how much I enjoyed Rogue One. And kind of knowing, man, I'm going to get more of that is... It's the good stuff. The very first shot of this trailer, too, was giving me Rogue One vibes with huge kind of nature scenes, the landscapes, the mountains, and then a massive Star Destroyer kind of going over like a countryside. And it's something Rogue One played with, with the whole issue of size, that the the Empire was this giant thing and a lot when we talked about rogue one a lot we were talking about like gareth edwards how that was something he was so good at conveying size and something being massive i mean look at godzilla look at monsters and you get the sense that's still going on in andor with everything with the empire is gigantic and huge and a lot of times in this kind of either gray or white and sterile And everything around kind of Andor's world, Cassian and Andor's world, seems really scrappy and small, as it should. I mean, that's the the David and Goliath. That's the the rebellion and the empire. Well, and also just the visuals, kind of the color palette is kind of that subdued color palette of Rogue One. And then going really heavy on the Imperials in the white uniforms and just the... uh, the graphic design of having the Imperial kind of logos all over the place. And it's just a good looking show. It looks so visually impressive. It's got a totally different kind of feel like I was saying, but one thing that I was feeling like, at least from this trailer that seems to be like a common thread in a lot of these new star Wars TV shows, there's a lot going on in this trailer. I feel like with identity with luthan i think is his name where he's talking to saw Gerrera and stuff and talking to andor and then when he's going to get fancy with mon mothma and coruscant he's putting on rings and it looks like he's got a wig on and like his fancy clothes it's like this dual identity thing too and you get that with mon mothma too where she's saying you know if whatever her line is if i appear like the more I appear like a nuisance or something, the less people will know what I'm really doing, whatever she says, that Mon Mothma very much has this dual identity. Cassian probably does too, where he is learning what his purpose is. And this is something that has been going on in Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi, like this whole question of who am I as a person what am I doing to do the right thing? What does that mean to do the right thing? How does that define me? I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching from what we're just getting in this little trailer, but it sure seems like that, you know, this sense of identity is really going on in this. No, I would agree. I think that 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 is there and that, I mean, that's always kind of there with, with Star Wars. But it's maybe, if anything, overly amped up in this because it's the whole spy thing too where all these people are leading double lives not just because they're figuring out who they really are and that's kind of guiding their decisions they're also leading dual lives because half of what they're doing needs to be in secret because they're either secretly a rebel or secretly working for the imperials or secretly this or that and it seems like they're going yeah all in on this kind of Spy movie thing, which makes sense with Tony Gilroy and all the Bourne movies. Like that's he's done the spy stuff before, so it makes it. I don't know. It makes it more exciting. I mean, we have we gotten really like a full on Star Wars spy movie. I mean, I guess Rogue One's the closest, so it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> to go even to give even more in on the spy stuff with this. And they've said it's a spy story. So, well, like I was saying, it, it's. It, just from this trailer, it's it's like the world of Rogue One just kind of blown open, you know, it's just like, okay well we we did kind of like the, the mission spy movie, now let's really do like a spy political thriller it's spread out over 12 episodes at least in this first season and what's cool is too, we know where these characters end up we know where Cassian Andor ends up we know where Mon Mothma ends up We know where Saw Guerrera ends up. Though Saw, I don't think is really leading like a double life. Luthen, we have no idea. May not be a very good ending for Luthen. But we know that eventually, this kind of spy lifestyle becomes like a full time job for them. Well, the thing with Saw that makes it kind of fit in though is I think there's potentially is the the double life for Saw because I think at this point Saw is kind of like trying to be a team player. And we see in Rogue One, by the time Rogue One, Saw's just off on his own. He does not want to, he's not part of the Rebel Alliance. He just wants to do what he wants to do. So that he is almost like potentially pretending to be less of who he really is at this point in the story. Well, and it's, yeah, it's neat in this trailer when Luthien is like, call it whatever you want, or whatever the line is, and Saw is like, let's call it war, where Saw is the one ready to blow stuff up where the other kind of terrorist cells that eventually become the part of the alliance are kind of more like well and i have to say i'm as excited as i was for andor i i didn't dare to dream that sagarrero would be back and seeing sagarrero back today just totally kicked everything into overdrive and the fact that you can tell the passage of time in the Star Wars universe based on Saga's hair and beard is the coolest thing that I hope someday they make like a Saguerera watch and every morning he's bald and then by the end of the day he has really long hair and a long beard. <laughs> like at noon he looks like the Andor trailer. Oh my God. When when the trailer, when I was watching the trailer for the first time, and as soon as they showed two tubes and the partisan X Wing parked there, I was just like, oh, and I was like still trying to convince myself that it wasn't really going to show up. And then, yeah, Forrest Whitaker comes out. And (laughs) yeah, it's like, all right, well, I'm glad they're letting us know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically, we needed a month to recuperate from knowing that Saw was back. I think that's really what it boils down to. Did you come here to see me on my birthday? Maybe we'll get to see, like, the birthday party that scars him in this one, so that by Rogue One, you're like, oh, now I know why he's freaking out, because we saw it in Andor. Everyone comes to see me. Okay, all right. My saw has gone off the off the rails. I don't know what's happened. Well, that yeah, that's you know, we need Andor back to get to get us back in the zone. The hype on this show, too, has been unbelievable. I mean, all across the board, what we've been hearing that, like, Andor's the show. Andor's the show to watch out for. And like watching this trailer, it's just like, yeah, like I said, it just looks completely. Different, it And the way it's, it almost feels like the story is going to roll out over 12 episodes, I feel like it's going to be more like a novel, you know, versus like the episodic kind of-ness of some of the, the previous Star Wars shows. Well, yeah, because we know, I mean, this whole season is kind of, I think, one more or less overarching story that's going to lead into season two, that's going to lead into Rogue One. Like, there's a definite direction to it and we know that it's limited in in two seasons and what did we 36 episodes 24 episodes 24 yeah that sounds right yeah so like yeah it has the potential to be this kind of yeah one big story maybe even going into rogue one like you know is it gonna it sounds like it's gonna go right up to rogue one to the point where you could probably watch Andor and then immediately watch rogue one and it's all kind of a, its own one big long thing Which is exciting By the end of season 2 they might be like Yeah we've got to find Lena Halleck And there could be K2SO hanging out And stuff or they could be in communication With Bodhi Rook or something Who knows I don't know I can't even think about it It's too It's too much Something I do want to think about though and I do want to talk about Is Mon Mothma Let's really let's talk about Mon Mothma Hey Mon We are in the Mothma Madness. We have been Mothma fans forever. And this show is like the Moth the Mon Mothma show, too. Her story, we knew it had to be fascinating. And, oh my, just the, the whole, everything we're getting with Mon Mothma. And like we were saying in the beginning, with her du- duality, her double life. Oh my god. It's nuts to think back to Return of the Jedi came out. There's one minute of this character who we've been fascinated with for our entire lives. And then, you know, she comes back in a deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith to just get us a little bit of excitement. And then, yeah, the rogue one, they bring her back, Genevieve O'Reilly. That's insane. And then she shows up here and there in animated stuff. And now the fact that, yeah, she's a main character in this insane intense show and we're going to get yeah multiple probably episodes of just what's going on with mon machma in pre a new hope super crazy time there's the imperial senate we get to see her in the imperial senate in her little pod in your wildest dreams did you ever imagine that that that's something that you would be seeing no maybe in my wildest dreams (laughs) That's that's true. Our wildest dreams get pretty crazy. <laughs> what were you dreaming about, Mon Ma, Ma Mothma in the Imperial Senate? <laughs> in your moderately strange dreams, did you ever imagine? <laughs> no, in like normal day to day daydreams of what could the future of Star Wars be? I, that's I'd be like, no, that's too crazy. We could never get Mon Mothma addressing the Imperial Senate in a story about the birth of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. Are we going to see Mon Mothma at fancy parties? Yes. Are we going to see Mon Mothma eating dinner? Yes. Riding in cars? Yes. Space cars. Floating space cars on Coruscant. Yes. All of the above. Yes. Talking serious talk with bootleg Chancellor Valorum. Yes. We get to see where Mon Mothma lives. And just the, the Mon Mothma lifestyle before she was the secret leader of the Rebel Alliance. It's true. Like, what was her life like before she had to potentially live in a dirty spaceship and always be moving from place to place because she can't stay in the rebel bases because she's always out of there before the missions start. And yeah, here in the olden days, she's like has a couch probably and and a table. What I will and I think that again, like, we talk about the the thing of duality, like, the duality of also probably the show, where we'll get, like, these Andor stories of the street level of the roots of the Alliance. I mean, we're seeing it in this trailer where it's, like, people fighting back against Imperial troops in, like, the Mud Trooper uniform that don't have masks on. So they could be, like, just, like, civilian recruits or something. So we're seeing, like, the birth of the Alliance, like, in that way, like I said, on the streets, and we're also seeing the birth of the alliance in Coruscant, like skyscrapers. You couldn't get more different, but all but both people kind of feeling the same thoughts of sticking it to the Empire, but in two totally different ways. Right? What is what is uh, he saying in the trailer that they're they're choking us so slowly we don't even realize it anymore. And yeah, that's potentially the most exciting thing is, like you said, is of that contrast between the struggle with, you know, with words and and debates and and arguing and then the struggle with, you know, people killing each other and and rioting and just how those are so far apart, but I'm sure also completely interconnected. There's a, there's so much stuff going on in this trailer. It's it's tough because also there's one part where it could be a flashback too, with like clone troopers marching through a city, right? It's like Revenge of the Sith clone troopers. We were going crazy texting each other this morning, being like, "Are that I was like pausing it and squinting, like, what is it? Is it?" Well, you know what? I felt dumb too because there's Revenge of the Sith clone troopers in the first Andor trailer too. <laughs> Well, and the other thing that this seems, you know, so perfectly Star Wars is it seems like maybe the most serious, dramatic, drama-y Star Wars we've ever gotten, but there's still a bootleg Ochi doctor guy with four arms operating on people. Like, it, it's not holding back on the goofiness, either. Yeah, when that came out, I was just like, oh, Lord, is that Ochi a bestoon? <laughs> But no, it's not Ochi. It's the president of the Ochi of Bestoon fan club, maybe, or something. But yeah, with four arms doing surgery with like a needle. So yeah, I, uh, yeah. Well, and we now know Morof is creeping around in the background. So it's, you know, all the Rogue Oneness is going to be in there. There's some crazy like THX 1138 Imperial base thing where a bunch of people all wearing white and what... Denise Goff as the Imperial officer who's in this trailer a lot. She's walking around this very, like, white, sterile, Camino-esque, THX-138 kind of Imperial thing going on. Like, what is happening there? It reminds me of, like, way back with the Disney Investors Day where we saw, like, some production art from Andor. And we're like, what is that, like, cloning stuff? Like, what is happening Maybe. I mean, yeah, it's definitely some sort of Imperial lab. Is it, are they doing experiments on prisoners? Are they, yeah, maybe that's that, the mountain from Bad Batch. I don't know, but it looks, it looks so cool. Whatever it is. The whole show just looks so cool. I can't. We still got Bad Batch coming too. Like you bring up Bad Batch. What's going on? Like what is happening? That's why maybe we need a month. Just to chill out. And we didn't, I mean, there's so many sideburns. Oh my God, there's so many sideburns. Yeah. yeah, There's Imperial sideburn guys. There's two big Imperial guys coming off a ship. And they've got sideburns that would make Chief Bast cry. Yeah. Maybe they're like Bast's cousins. <laughs> they got their sideburns at Bast Pro Shop. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to Bast Pro Shop. <sighs> there's There's also a wonderful, like... Space monkey man wearing a construction helmet, hanging out with you guys. Imperial shuttles landing. So many just incredible, just shots of Coruscant. Like the fact that we're gonna get so much Coruscant. There's there's the Colin Cantwell Imperial ship that was like in the background of like the Imperial recruiting thing in Solo. It looks like Luthan is like shooting at it from his super cool Yeah, Luthin's ship looks super cool. There's like there's space stuff going on. Well, yeah, and the space stuff even the stuff they show with Cassian in like some kind of nebula cloud colorful thing looks really really interesting. We've got it so good right now. That's all I'm saying. We've we just got done with an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. The Book of Boba Fett was still this year. Right? Like if we would have just gotten Book of Boba Fett for the whole year, we would have been we we would have been, yeah, as happy as can be. We saw Boba Fett rolling into Tatooine riding on a rancor. That was this year. That was just the appetizer. Then we had Obi-Wan crying, talking to a cracked helmet Darth Vader with Hayden Christensen's face peeking out. And now we're diving into this. Some serious spy drama, Star Wars stuff, and there's still Bad Batch. It's still Bad Batch. There's still Tales of the Jedi with Count Dracula looking Count Dooku and a young Qui Gon. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, and I think if anything, if it turns out that Bad Batch isn't till next year or Tales from the Jedi is until next year, um, I th- yeah, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I'll just I'll just watch Book of Boba again. <laughs> I've, I've had I've had the itch. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's an itch that needs to be scratched. <laughs> oh my god! And you know something too that I only noticed with the Andor trailer when I watched it, getting ready for the show. At the very end, there's the Rogue One alarm, just like a like a sweet siren song calling us back. Uh, a lullaby. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the hot jam of what was that twenty twenty seventeen? What year did that come out? Six, Sixteen. That was 16? year one of Flash Points. Yeah, year one. Which you know, hey, that's the thing too. That was year one of this show, and now we're coming full circle. We're going back to our roots. I am doing the Sagarera voice again. <laughs> it's true. The Sagarera voice has turned into your uh, Beatles Obi Wan Kenobi voice at this point, where it's magnificent. But the, it's it's all come full circle. This is where we are now. I can't wait. We yeah, we've got it so good. Stuff. Star Wars fans, you've got it really good. Quit the bitching. You've got it really good. <laughs> start uh, you know, buying some fancy clothes because maybe maybe instead of you know getting up at the crack of dawn in your underpants to watch Star Wars TV, maybe <laughs> we need to start getting all dressed up and. And have uh, hors d'oeuvres and people over for some fancy Andor watching parties. Mon Mothma would expect nothing less. Well, I think we've covered it all here. I think we've done all we can with this incredible Andor trailer that we were gifted, and we've got yeah, like I said many many times, we've got some time to prepare now. I oh, don't know. I can't wait for this show. I thought I was ready for August. But now that I see this, I wasn't really ready for August. <laughs> I might be ready for the end of September now. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm ready for September. I've got uh we've got some time to prepare to prepare myself. Yeah. It's it's gonna be an and or fall as we fall into complete and total madness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. So everybody, hey, guess what? Apple Podcast reviews. Go leave one. It helps more people find the show, and we love reading them. And make sure you check out our website and all of our social media. And you know, we got a Patreon where eventually down the road there's going to be whole episodes dedicated to story arcs of Andor. It's going to be a lot of Andor going on on the Patreon. And don't forget, everyone, to go and listen to the other episode that came out on. This Tuesday that the episode comes out, our wonderful return to Attack of the Clones year with the wonderful Savannah Kiefer talking all about her insane, incredible Zam Wessel cosplay that took Star Wars Celebration Anaheim by storm. It's a really, really fun episode. So if you listen to this one first, go over there and listen to that one, too, because you will not be sorry. Yeah, if you like Attack of the Clones, if you like Zam Wessel, if you like crazy costumes, and if you like Star Wars Celebration, it's all there. Yeah, Call all the Fessel Freaks that you know, because they're going to want to hear this. And if you don't know what a Fessel Freak is, you're going to want to listen to that episode. But that wraps up this special bonus episode, talking about the Andor trailer. (sighs) Yeah, I'm just going to be thinking about Death Troopers Oh, my God. Duff Troopers. Hello. hello. Yeah, we haven't heard him talk yet, so there's still a chance. I look like we got a little bit of a situation in the streets here. We need everyone to get back in your homes. We haven't seen the episodes yet, so we're not quoting anything. Don't worry, everybody. Hopefully we're wrong, but maybe we're right. So on that note, look for another episode next week. It's going to be a zany one. So, There's a very good chance of that. (laughs) So, until then, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Bye-bye. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. for Thanksgiving made of four-